0: Julie, hello! So Julie, you create exquisite botanical perfumes made with love, passion, and natural botanical essential oils and extracts, no synthetic ingredients, no alcohol, and your clients have called you the goddess of scent, the muse of aroma. (laughs) (laughs) Julie, I'm fascinated. You also take into account the astrology, the birth chart, So tell us about that and what is an anointing perfume and what's this alchemy of astrology? Can you explain, please?
1: Of course. And it's really lovely to connect with you like this, by the way, because it has been quite a few years that we've been connected. I have created my own process over nearly three decades of creating perfumes, and I've got a very wide and varied background in clinical aromatherapy because that's how I started out. But it just so happened that I was naturally always good at blending, so people always used to ask me to create blends for them or perfumes, I work mainly with women and it's like, how do they want to wake up and feel as who they are? And often women will say, I want to feel more energised, I want to feel more motivated. But what's beneath that? And because essentially I'm working with the emotional and psychological well-being And when I bring astrology into it, like Cosmic Alchemy or their astrology birth chart, it's a blueprint of who they are on many levels. And so I'm able to really, really look deeply into them, how they respond um, on an emotional and psychological Level, like how they respond and react, what their life purpose is, what their soul purpose is, how they're showing up in life today, where their Venus is sitting, where their Lilith is, because I work with also sacred sensuality, to heal the nervous system. And so what most women want is to feel more confident, feel more powerful is a word that they often say to me, or empowered. They want their sexy, sensual selves back, especially the mature women, the 40s and over, because children... And life has been really different. And especially from about 50 up, women are rediscovering themselves. When we honour and own our sexy, sensual, feminine essence, every perfumer has their own signature when they're creating. I love really sexy, heady, heavy scents, but I create some beautiful light ones as well women that really want to tap into that it's like that what we put out there we attract an anointing perfume is when you use an oil base like a jojoba base people often ask me why are your perfumes cost that much and these ones down the road only cost that much and one of the biggest differences is the price that I pay for my ingredients because I get the best I possibly can and we're talking you know like for a 100ml bottle of some of the florals I'm looking at $3,000 and more and also I use really high dilutions so you get a real perfume so some people are doing anything from a 2.5 to 3% to 5% blend which is more therapeutic and it doesn't last very long, I'm using between 40 and 60% Whoa! You only that's... need one drop. And even with my atomizers, I can use anything from 30 to 40%.
0: That sounds like one spray will take you through a day or maybe even longer.
1: If you know how to apply it properly, it will. And it's being mindful when you apply your perfumes. That's what I say to people. You know, these are perfumes with purpose. You have them to use, not to sit on your shelf and look pretty and smell pretty, they have a purpose and they are meant to be used. And it's not about slap dash, It's like making it a ritual, being really conscious, having an intention. So, for example, if I'm using an anointing perfume, I'll put one drop on my wrist and then I will dab it on my shoulders and my heart and then just press my wrists together. And what's left on my fingers, I just rub into the ends of my hair. Because it goes really really far. With a spray, Mm -hmm. you might use one or two spritzes, and you do it above you so it falls down over you and it falls into your hair and your clothes. And so when you walk by somebody and there's a gentle breeze, they get a whisper of your Mm -hmm. perfume. My daughter was born in 1988. She was the youngest and smallest toff baby born in New South Wales at that time. So when she was born, I got rid of every synthetic and toxic chemical. I just happened to discover essential oils through a friend And then discovered a little shop down from where I was living that sold them. And literally within a few weeks, I was looking for a college, a natural therapies college, where I could study aromatherapy and get my diploma. And I did it. You know, I was a single mum. We spent 50% of our life living in hospital When I had my daughter, she was my biggest teacher in life. I mean, we didn't know, even at birth, if she was going to live or die that day. And then several times throughout her life, I was told by her specialist she probably wasn't going to come out of hospital. Well, she's 33 this year. I just brought in everything I possibly could, energetic healing, spiritual healing, natural therapies, medicine, you know, because I believe there's a place for all of it. It was a battle and I got worn down. I did have a meltdown, a breakdown, because I hadn't slept for more than two to three hours a night for a long time and I used to get sick a lot. So I used to treat myself and her, but of course I put her first. And that's another thing is like educating women on really making time for themselves because they will burn out and break down if they don't. Mm. It happened to me. I mean, yes, I had different circumstances, but nourishing ourselves is important. But if I didn't have the tools that I have... I could have ended up with some very serious problems. When she became independent, I just went on a self-healing journey. I work with myself every single day. I practice what I preach. Whether it be meditation, I'm always using my audio's ritual, affirmation, scripting, being in nature. Every day I do at least one thing, but more like two to three things to nourish and nurture myself and I've had to because I really did have a breakdown and it was from Mm. pure exhaustion and fear Mm. of not knowing if my daughter was going to live or die and I probably lived like that up until she was about 25. Wow. That's why I'm so passionate about what I do because I know everything that I do, how it can help people, how it can make a difference. It's up to us to take the action every day and want to do it. We have to be hungry, you know, um, to create those shifts and changes in our life. I can give people the tools, and I can guide them, and I can educate them, but at the end of the day, they've got to do it. That's how we begin to heal our nervous system, because we start to feel more confident. We grow our own self-love, self-worth, self-respect. And the thing is that we're forever evolving, So that initial perfume may not be the one that they end up with as well and I have four perfume collections and I create bespoke perfumes and I also run programs and what I do is I bring everything that I have learned and experienced in my life together so I consider my perfumes to be multi dimensional they perfumes with purpose
0: what you were saying about women when they turn you know 50 because it's like menopause perimenopause and hair changes your skin changes and just to have some way to replenish and re-nourish I mean that's really powerful and like what you said about feeling confident again and it's so interesting that it's through this the sensual side that you say the nervous system gets restored that's absolutely fascinating.
1: I'm one of them, and I'm quite forward in speaking what I feel, but our sex drive comes back, and then does it come back? For me, I could not wait to go through my menopause. I was looking forward to it and that's because my menstruation was so debilitating for me. So I was really excited and when I was teaching my students used to laugh at me because I used to go, you know, menopause is great, it's not that bad, you know, and I say this to women now because a lot of women get fearful of it and they feel like they're losing a part of themselves. But I'll tell you, like, really, there needs to be a whole lot of education around this because you emerge as a true woman in full bloom like nothing before. I'm 63 this year. Mm-hmm. And I talk to women going through menopause up to in their 70s and 80s. They all say, it just keeps getting better because, if I may be really blunt, you get to a point where you just don't give a fuck. And you're really standing in your power. And for me, it's about leading women into that. Of course, they are the ones at the end of the day that have to take the action And it is daily action to get to a space. We all have our moments, and even for me. But I've got the tools, and I know what I can do to pull myself up. And for me, it's about women rising unapologetically in their truth. And that's what excites me, and that's what I witness, and that's what's happened with me. And I have had a tough adult life. I had a tough childhood. I have looked at it as oh, my gosh, I am an amazing woman because of everything I went through. And it's a mindset, and that's where perfume and tension and ritual comes in because we work with retraining the brain. Wow. I love working with women because what I find is women are not afraid. Most women, they just get to that point where it's like, I am taking myself back. Sorry if I'm making a noise. I'm stumping on the table here as I say that. And that was it. You know, I left a, a very toxic relationship nearly nine years ago and I didn't even realise that I had lost myself until I left. And it's been a journey and a half. So I just want to see women rise in their fullness and live and thrive and be happy and sexy. Wow.
0: <laughs> Judy, I mean, that is such a positive message because normally menopause is just really depressing, it's all the bad things, and no one actually is talking about the side that can actually emerge.
1: Well, it is powerful because most, well, most women I speak to that are younger, that haven't been through menopause, actually fear it. Mm. Because they feel like they're losing a part of their femininity Mm -hmm. and they're actually not. They're creating space to really step into the next version of who they were born to be. Many people are aware of the triple goddess, the maiden mother and crone. However, we now live longer, so we have maiden mother, mega. And crone and the mega is between that like crone these days doesn't start till about in the 70s and I remember a time when a crone was like forty something so that's how we've evolved and because we live longer we're powerful as women I'm not saying that from a um Let's shut men down or anything like that because there's got to be balance. But so many women through the patriarchal system and and centuries of being suppressed still have that underneath, within them, deep in the core of their essence. And so it's about turning the key, opening the door, and walking through it with boldness and courage. That's how I see
0: it. This is a really positive message, Julia. I love it. I absolutely love it. There's so much of life after 50.